No Dunks is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. With GameTime, you can buy your tickets in just two taps. Two taps is the perfect amount of taps. You want to get someone's attention? Tap them twice on the shoulder. Three taps? Too needy. One tap? Kind of creepy. <laughs> tap, tap. Hey, man, you dropped your gloves. You just nailed that interaction. If I ever open a bar, it's going to have two taps. Guinness and Amstel Light. Done. Multiple choices? Overrated. You want the best beer in the world or the other best beer in the world? I'm literally pleasing everyone with just two taps. The GameTime app is simple, quick, easy to navigate. Download the GameTime app in the Google Play or App Store and score last-minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. to No Dunk's brand new podcast series, Crossfire, the show where we debate each other head-to-head over questions about NBA teams, NBA players, and everything else under the sun. I'm J.E. Skeets, along with me, the other master debaters, Tass, Trey, <laughs> and Lee. Gentlemen, of course, our super producer, J.D. What's up? Guys, new show here, Crossfire. Here's how it works. Every round, two guys enter the crossfire to debate a particular question for just 60 seconds. The other two guys not competing in that debate, they will act as the judges. JD, you will be the deciding vote in the event of a tie. Woo, so much power. That's right. Just like hoops, winner stays and winner goes first in the next debate. So we'll always be rotating in new guys here each round wow we got 10 questions today the last man standing the last debate winner of this particular podcast will be crowned the crossfire king and will rep the championship belt for at least a week gotta (laughs) wear it so whenever we do our next episode of crossfire if we do another episode of crossfire (laughs) we'll find out so so pretty straightforward right should be some fun here as long as everyone has stretched warmed up those vocal cords a little bit let's get after it round one Tass versus trey guys it's a good one best team in the league bucks or lakers here we go give me the lakers this team is 22 and 3 right now out of the gate how much better are they gonna get usually lebron teams when he signs up with a new guy they start off slow they're this good now they have a top defense already, a defensive player of the year, and Anthony Davis. Best player in the game got two months off. He is the best player in the game. Bullet LeBron is back. This is a storied franchise. 22-3 and three is tied for the best franchise start in their history. That says a lot. That says a lot, but the best player in the game plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. You're talking about the reigning MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the future MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Bucks are better on offense than the Lakers. They're better on defense than the Lakers. They got a better net rating than the Lakers. They got a better margin of victory than the Lakers. 
Maybe they're not going to be as good in the playoffs, but for right now, <laughs> mm, I'm taking the Bucks. Oh, Ooh. Mr. Numbers. Slips it in right there. Mr. So, numbers. as I explained, Lee, because you and I were sitting this one out, yeah. we get to uh, decide who advances to mm. the next round, and if we're split... JD is the uh, tiebreaker. So do we decide on who had the better argument or whose argument we agree with oh, That's a great, great mm. question. Mm. I think it's up to you. Where are you going? Okay, well, I'm going to lead towards Tassie. Uh, I, I do agree that I think the Lakers are slightly better than the Bucks right, right now. now. Right now or in now. the future? I think both. I think both. I think right now, from what I've seen, this Lakers team has gelled instantly from the start. Giannis has been fantastic. The Bucks have been fantastic. I just give it a 51% vote to Tass ah, over Trey. Well, this is great. We're going to be going to JD early because mm-hmm. I'm actually giving my vote to Trey, uh, probably both for his uh, execution there, stepping into the ring yeah, the and squaring up <laughs> with Tass. But also, I do believe, uh, I guess, that the Bucks are the better team right now. And we're going to find out soon. I mean, these two teams play each other. Uh, next week. What G- percentage of a voter? Uh, <laughs> about 52%. Ooh. Um, JD, JD, you get to ultimately decide wow, who advances. Wow, so soon. Yes. God, uh, well, I'm going to go with Trey, best player in the league. So, yeah, yeah. Trey wins it. <laughs> Trey's moving on. And the best team. I mean, the Bucks are the better team, let's be honest. <laughs> point differential, the point differential that Trey brought up, that's important. That margin between them and their opponents, which includes losses, it's the fourth best ever in NBA history history right now if it were to stay for the rest of the the season the 71 Lou Alcindor Bucks the 1516 Warriors the 0708 Garnett Celtics then the Bucks then great Bulls teams Lakers teams Warriors teams after that and then Lakers are way down a big part of this is because you know we maybe didn't expect the Lakers to start so strong thanks to Dan Devine for that tweet by the way but yeah expectations have been yeah whereas the Bucks a 60 win team obviously a playoff team basically the same squad without Brogdon um, and it's like, okay, ho-hum, they just do this. Mm. I think that's a big part of it. Can't wait for them to play. All right, it's time for round number two. The Philadelphia 76ers can only keep one player. Trey, Lee, is it Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid? Here we go. You guys know I love a big guy. You know I love that rim defense. You got to play on both ends. That's why you got to trade Joel Embiid. Keep Ben Simmons. 14, 7, and 8. The numbers don't sound crazy, but he's playing both ways, and we saw what he can do when Embiid is gone. A career-high 34 points, not to mention you throw back to the 2017-18 season. Embiid on the bench with an injury. A 16-game win streak for the Simmons-led Sixers. This is 2019. We need fast guys, not big guys, Lee. <laughs> so I have to go against my countryman here, That's Ben right. Simmons. The thing is about Joel Embiid, Clearly, he's struggled to start this season. But he said the other day, he's got to get back to being his goofy self. And he's already turned the corner. He was asked about the criticism he received from Shaq and Charles Barkley. He said, you know what? They're right. I've just got to go out there and be myself. You always want to be building around a big man. Ben Simmons, three seasons into his career, technically four, but really three, that shot just hasn't developed. I don't think it's coming. Whereas Joel Embiid was putting up... He's shooting 50% from three this season, (laughs) But Shaq, uh, uh, excuse me, Embiid was putting up Shaq-like numbers last season and impact on the game. I think it's coming back. I think Joel Embiid is the guy you want to build around because you want to get shooters around him. Ben Simmons ain't one of those. Wow. Wow, was that tough for you to uh, to go against your Aussie there? A little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm giving you the vote. Oh. I, I think you're I think you're right. I think it is Embiid. If you had to pick between one of the two in this hypothetical, and you had to move one, I am not moving Joel Embiid. I, and I love Simmons. I like what he can bring to a big team, but I'm keeping Embiid. 
This is nuts that it's even a discussion right now because a couple of years ago when Joel Embiid was flying, even last year when Joel Embiid was flying, we'd just say Joel Embiid in a heartbeat. Yeah. But I think it's Ben Simmons that you'd keep. This whole argument of Joel Embiid needs to start smiling to play better basketball. <laughs> Give me a break. Come on. He said it himself, man. Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of hooey. The guy shimmies whenever he wants. He doesn't Instagram <laughs> as much. What needs to get better are his knees. There's a reason why there's those unique provisions in his contract for him to stay healthy or else he doesn't get paid. He's the more talented guy. We know that, but I, I just, I don't trust that body lumbering up and down the floor that I see. So it comes down to JD. Oh again. man. Wow. Well, I have to be honest. Uh, I, during that, I was wondering if this, if the mics were distorting a, and then B, if we were going to get a noise complaint and then, and then it was over and I wasn't really paying attention oh, to be honest. So uh, I'm going to have to go, I'm going to go with Trey simply wow. because I know that Lee went against his countrymen. So that's oh, that's that's, that's my reasoning there. So I apologize. <laughs> I will pay attention next time. All right. That's right. So we got Trey and Skeets battling in this one. Lee, what is the next round? Oh, this one is a tough one because we have Christmas coming up in uh, about two weeks' time. And we've just had Thanksgiving. So, guys, what is the better holiday, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Trey. Well, Thanksgiving is great and it lasts a long time, but Christmas lasts for about a month. You're celebrating it, no doubt about it, for a week. And not to mention on Thanksgiving, no basketball. On Christmas, all basketball. Remember who's paying the bills here, Skeets. Yeah, but I want to watch the Lions play, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're a big Lions fan. I, I can't deny it. It's a great point about the length of the holiday, but it actually sort of hurts Christmas as well. Christmas is stressful for a lot of people. That's the truth. Thanksgiving, it's easy. You're showing up to Somebody see the Somebody doesn't cook. You're going, exactly. I don't got to do anything except, you know, play with the kids and hang out, be a cool uncle. That's all I got to do. Whereas Christmas, man, there's pressure, like with the gift buying, of course, and the jumping around from family to family. That's right. And it's colder, of course, as we get into late December than it is in October or November, depending when you celebrate uh, Thanksgiving. So that's an issue with flights being delayed and stuff. I think just Thanksgiving's the easier holiday and I want to relax. It is a chill holiday. Yeah, mm. so I'm going with Thanksgiving. Mm. Tough one. Um, I don't even know what Thanksgiving is, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the actual holiday. You yeah. yeah. You don't is know, it a two-day asked... holiday or a one-day holiday? No one really seems <laughs> to know. It's a four-day holiday in the States. Mm-hmm. So what's your answer? Uh, I'll, I'll go Christmas. <laughs> oh. So you're really not taking into consideration the actual argument. At well, all. You're I, I just think going the thing with your. Is, uh, the thing is with me with Christmas. Not? I'm biased because I have two boys, so yeah. I like Christmas. Thanksgiving, I'm sort of like, <laughs> do we give presents or not? No, not at all. I see some exchanging of, of gifts. At Thanksgiving, <laughs> the, the old Thanksgiving gift exchange. I see people sort of say, "Here, you want this?" Yeah, but they don't wrap it, so I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. Six years in the U.S. Are you going Thanksgiving? Is that what you said? No, I'm going Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay. I'm gonna. I strictly for the length. I'll go Thanksgiving, I guess. Wow, another tie. Another tie. Were you paying attention this time, JD? Oh, I definitely. I'm all in on this one. Uh, (laughs) Not basketball? Yeah, okay, I'm listening. I'm trying to keep it, you know, keep my own personal feelings because I am definitely a Thanksgiving guy. Mm. But I think that Skeets had the better argument. It's just a stress-free. Your point about him not cooking is well taken, but it's a great holiday. I mean... 
It's it's awesome. All right, maybe I'm I'm allowing myself. So yeah, I'm going Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, all right. All right. I've dethroned the uh, only champion we've ever known in Crossfire <laughs> history, Trey Kirby. All right, I'm moving on. That means I'm reading round number four: Skeets versus Tass. Who has been the more disappointing team this season, the Jazz or the Nuggets? Skeets. Oh my goodness, that's difficult. I guess I gotta go with the Jazz. Uh, they're 14 and 11, so they have the worst record than the Nuggets. They got the same amount of wins, but uh, Jazz have played more games and thus more losses. They're just, what's disappointing about the Jazz is their defense. I mean, the offense we knew might struggle still, take some time to gel with Conley and Bogdanovich and all that, but they're the 11th ranked defense. That shouldn't be happening. It really, really shouldn't. They turn the ball over way too much. Conley hasn't been able to get it going on the other end of the floor. Both teams have been sort of depressing at times, but I'll go Jazz as the worst, more disappointing team. I'm looking at Nikola Jokic's face right now. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in every single photo headshot he's ever taken. I'm disappointed because he's not into the photo like he's not into playing basketball this season. It's nuts. This team should be on top of the Western Conference with those Lakers if he were to play decent basketball because they're an incredible team defensively. He went from an MVP candidate to... 16 points a game on 23% from three-point land. He's not shooting half the time. It's uh, it's sad. But you said it's, it. The defense is good. That's is that's good. the wild part with the Nuggets. Is, there obviously is. is some some effort on that end of the floor. They just can't hit a shot to save their mm. life. And Jokic, you're right, is looks disinterested for quarters at a time offensively. But, but listen, the Jazz will find a way. They're 14 and 11. Will they? It's the Nuggets are the team that have been there with 52 wins last year. Mm. They have more than that. They have 57. What am I saying? Yeah, at 57, oh, there's got to be hurting his case here. Oh yeah, these yeah, last yeah. second <laughs> incorrect facts. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> they're 54 is right in between. That's what they're. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna give a, a few points to the Nuggets for actually being good on defense this year. Their offense and their Jokic and his headshots certainly <laughs> disappointing. But I think the Jazz are more disappointing thus far. Mm. I'm going to agree on this one. Oh! It is the Jazz because the Nuggets are still six games over 500. The Jazz are only three games over 500. But Utah had a good, strong offseason. I think adding Conley, adding Bogdanovich, I would have figured that that would have really improved their offense, but it hasn't. And their defense has also slipped. So it's very, very weird to see Utah uh, in this position. Maybe they'll get it together. We know that they tend to start off slowly, but right now unconvincing for me uh, for a team that could have been on the periphery of really challenging for the top spot in the West. So I'm advancing with the W there. Uh, Jokic, he sort of reminds me right now, do you remember the OG Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street? Sure. You know who I'm talking about, right? Big Birds. uh, What do you mean OG? Did he change? Well, he did change. This is why I say that. that. He changed his attitude. Uh. (laughs) When I was a kid, Snuffleupagus, from what I can remember, was sort of depressed he was sad he was yeah. sad mm-hmm. yeah sort of like um an eeyore type of vibe to him Definitely maybe not eeyore as bad vibe. i think they changed that jd <laughs> wow they changed that for the kids i think he got a, a little more positive yeah. change your face be happy yeah but uh that's Jokic just reminds me of snuffle up because i believe they actually did change his appearance too he had sort yeah, of uh, yeah, mopier eyes right, at some right, point right. and then they made him a little brighter when you watched when i watched this is how old i am yeah everybody th- didn't believe Big oh, 100%. Bird, right? Okay, so that's that still became a, thing, a right? that, that became a storyline. They eventually did introduce him to all the other characters. Right, right. But there was a time where it was uh, you know, this is for the Canadians out there. It was um 
uh, like uh, um, today's special. Right. Where uh, what was the name of the Jeff? Ch- well, no, the name of uh, Sam. <laughs> the name of the Pick character that they Pokeroo, Pokeroo. Now, well, that's polka dot door. Pokeroo. Oh wait. Oh wait. Now I'm mixing them up. Get smart. No, no. <laughs> anyway, back to Sesame Street. Snuffleupagus is Jokic. Jokic is Snuffleupagus, and I'm moving on, baby. Good stuff. Round number five, gentlemen. Who gets traded first, Kevin Love or Andre Drummond? Here we go. I think it's Kevin Love. Let's not overthink this. Kevin Love is in the rumors right now. Kevin Love could be traded by the time this show goes up, for all we know. Uh, He's tired of the Cavs. It might be getting to the point where the Cavs are tired of him and really leaning into the rebuild. Yeah, he's got a massive contract. I think it can be moved. I think people would want a player like Kevin Love. I think in a new environment, he's still going to contribute. Drummond, like... Yeah, those there's been rumors for the last couple of years, but nothing's happened. It's love. I think it's Andre Drummond. Younger what? guy, more upside. He's technically a free agent going to this season. He has a player option. Oh yeah, but he is Well he might not take he might decline Why? that if he signs a new contract, signs a new extension, if he goes to the right situation, the right team. I think we've seen him in Detroit for so long. He needs a fresh start. I think with Kevin Love, as good of a player as he has been, he's on the decline, and he's bringing $90 million Yeah, you know him. what Drummond's going to bring? Yeah, he's like bringing... four years, 100-plus million But he's 27. Easily. He's 27 next season. So he's still got time, and he's still a dominant uh, player on both ends of the floor. I think if you want a player who's going to make an immediate impact right now, you go with a big man, Andre Drummond. I think with Kevin Love, really? it's, a, it's a gamble that could leave you with two years at least, maybe longer, of that heavy, heavy contract. Wow. That's... I don't know... I think I'd rather have love on my team in today's NBA to, you know, to a, adding to a playoff caliber team to try and go further. Yeah, Drummond's good. I mean, he's 17 and 17, and, yeah. and he's a beast defensively with the numbers. But That's the thing. I think Drummond, Drummond can just bring you something that you know this season. You only have to gamble on if this season. If it doesn't work, that's fine. With love. So you're going to trade assets? To get him, Why not? and then he walks? It's worth it. It's worth Ooh. it because he's so young still, and he's still got so much uh, potential, I think. Who would you rather have is a great question, but who gets traded first is the question. And Kevin Love is in the news wanting to be traded. He said he wants to go to a contender. There was the anonymous report about John Beeline last week. Uh, There was a play against uh, in the game last night where there was a wide open shooter in the corner and he just stands underneath the hoop and just says, hey, take your time out there. Feel free to knock that one down, PJ Tucker. Kevin Love is ready to be gone. See you, buddy. He's definitely ready to be gone. It's it's time for him to move on. I think they do trade him. I don't think Andre Drummond moves, period, from mm. Detroit. It's Detroit, and they're, they're very well aware that they may not be able to attract anybody in the free agency market. I hate watching the Cleveland Cavaliers play. Um, Colin Sexton is their starting point guard who averages 2.4 assists per game, and uh, the basketball is not fun. I don't think Kevin Love is having any fun. It is a risk, you're right, Lee, for anybody to take on Kevin Love in those three years and that body that's not the best of bodies. Mm. But he's a pro, and I think he's going to help a team, and he is very, 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 very talented, and the Cavs are willing to, I think, because uh, they basically said, hey, anyone take any anybody, come get this guy. Mm. They're willing to sell low. A lot lower than Andre Drummond. So, for me, it's Kevin Love. What if they get traded for each other? Yeah. Is this like NBA wow. Jam? Do my shoes catch on fire when you win three in a row? Is that what happens here? Now I can't lose? Is that type of thing? Well, you're really counting your stats. You're real Andre Drummond. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. I've already talked about it. But Christmas is just around the corner. <laughs> These are the only questions you have, eh? Everyone's got a Christmas tree up. 
So is it real or fake? Which one is better? Here we go. Look, I'm speaking from experience here. I've never had a real tree in my life. Always fake. Always. Fake trees suck. <laughs> Give me a real tree. I, I peer into Trey Kirby's window and I look up his stairs and I see, I, no, I smell before I even see that beautiful, real Christmas tree glistening at the top of his stairs. And God, I like, I shed a tear wishing I had it. Uh, so it's real, hands down. You might shed a tear wishing you had it, but I shed a tear putting that dumb thing up every single year. It's a guaranteed fight between me and somebody. When I was young, it was a fight between me and my mom. Now that I'm a grown-up, it's a fight between me and my wife. Maybe throw the kids and, hey, stand back! I'm trying to put this in the stand! Laura, why can't we just spend the 20 bucks to get the one that's attached? Okay, we did it this year. It was fine. But let me tell you, a fake tree is much easier. No, you got to store it. You gotta, gotta store, store it for 11 and a half months. <laughs> well, you do have to store it, or you can just take all the ornaments and lights off and just say, I got a tree. It's just like, I, I like this tree. It's my cool pine tree. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. Strong end from Trey, but real. It's a real tree. I prefer a real tree. You have a real tree? <laughs> Not this year, but we have had them in the past. <laughs> no, we missed it. We, something happened when so they, what, when you they were selling. you have a fake tree? Oh, we, I have a fake tree now, but I prefer a real one. Okay. Real trees, way better. <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are, man. Never. Yeah, yeah I, it's. I, I say that now because I don't have a real yeah. tree. Yeah. Real trees better in theory. Fake trees better in practicality. <laughs> yeah. But, but you it's know. gonna be cheaper having a fake tree than buying a real tree every year. Yep, no doubt. That's right. you, Eventually. They, they now, sometimes they're like 300, 400 bucks. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, but, they're but, great. The good ones are nice. But they come, uh, I'm making a case for you now. They do come, uh, they, now you can get them with the lights like already that's like, what mine is. on them. That's it. amazing. Still, yeah. It's still not cheap. And no. then, uh, you know, if you have a cat or something with a real tree, well, you're screwed. Like, taking down the branches. Yep, like yep, you, yep. Ever, you ever see uh, my buddy Dub's tree? Because he had the cat. <laughs> it is like, it's a real Christmas tree. And then... They have to, like, um, you know, cut it all the way up the uh, stem, <laughs> like, two feet up so that the cat, like, can't get in there and rip them down and stuff like Very that. Very So it looks yeah. silly. It's, like, starting to look like a Charlie Brown Christmas yeah, tree yeah. or something like that. But you know what? A Charlie Brown Christmas tree is a real tree. And if you got a Charlie Brown tree, people are loving it. Another great part, cut up the bottom, write the year on it, save it forever. You're like, wow, that was our tree in oh, 2009. Beautiful. You do that? Of course, that's very, very cool. Very cool. Do you does um your fake tree, JD? Yeah. Does it have that fake real Christmas tree smell? No. They some have that. Yeah. Now. Yeah, but they it's don't not, last. No. No. It's like one of those you things you put buy, in your car. Yeah, yeah. You basically, you have to buy those little scent things to dangle off it to keep mm, the smell. It's not up. a bad <laughs> idea, actually. I might do that. Yeah, I but, love the smell. The only, of, the, I love the smell. I love the smell of it. The smell of a Christmas tree creates the atmosphere in the mm, house. You yes. know, right. it's Christmas. It really does. <laughs> or you can just buy a candle. They make great candles. Yeah, there you there you go. Go. Don't put it near the real Christmas tree, though. All right. <laughs> Round seven: Skeets and Tass. Which one of these players needs more help? Trey Young or Carl Anthony Towns? Skeets. I, I can't go Towns because he signed that giant deal with Minnie. You know, he knew what he was getting himself into with that. He'll be fine. He'll be making $36 million down the road in like 2023. I got to go Trey Young. He needs help. He needs help because he will be ending sort of his rookie deal and it's going to be going, ah, uh, this is my squad. No thanks. I'm out of here. So John Collins only having played five games obviously hurts, but 
you got like Alex Len and Bembry and then the rookies, Hunter and Reddish. Yeah. Like one of the Hawks' best players, honestly, right now is a 43-year-old guy named Vince Carter. <laughs> on 43 I'm sorry, man. but he is one of their better players some nights. That's not good. I go Trey. It's definitely Carl Anthony Towns. He's set with this team around him, and it's not very good. He needs somebody to break out miraculously. He needs Andrew Wiggins to come back to his own freaking island. I don't think Andrew Wiggins believes in himself. <laughs> and that's maybe why you're not picking Andrew Wiggins because you love him, Skeets. I understand, but it's Cat because... Wiggins is better than everyone else on the Hawks. Yeah, but he's also signed, and they're yeah. five games under 500. They're terrible. Wouldn't you rather have the Hawks' future, where it's Trey Young and free agency cap space forever? Like, if Jared Culver doesn't break out, they just have another mediocre pick that they're going to just carry into the future, unless Jared Culver's brother, who scored 100 points in high school, comes <laughs> and joins the team. Their team is set for the future. This is it. It does not look good for the next three years. While the Hawks, at least they have a ton of flexibility around. Well, they both, we were agreeing they both need help, Mm. but the the Wolves are a better team than the Hawks. Yeah, uh, a better bad team. Yeah, well, (laughs) I think Trey I'm going with uh, Towns on this one because he's in year five and he's going to get to the point where he's like, all right, I'm out of here. Trade me. Yeah, I don't you're on record already calling yeah. Anthony Davis 2.0. Trey now. Young is only in his second year. There's still time. And also, this is what Travis Schlenk is building. Out, I know, man. but they're building things with the young guys in, in Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter. Give them a little bit of time. By the time it's year four for Trey Young, these guys are going to be in year three. And that means they should start to see a little bit more of a, a light at the end of the tunnel. Right now, the Timberwolves is just the same old, same old every year. Tricky question because I, I'm a little bit of the mind that. Towns does have the help. The guys are there. They just need to be better. And he does need a point guard who can actually, like, pass him the ball. Wiggins and Culver are not point guards, despite the fact that they've basically been playing point guard this season. Trey Young needs everything else. So uh, I think I'm going to go with Trey because he literally just needs more more people around him. A higher number is more. So give me Trey. (laughs) All right, that's a tie. So, J.D. Uh, I'm going to go with Tass on this one. I mean... Your points are well taken. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> nice. Good coverage. Pass moving. Your points on. are well taken. <laughs> so we have round eight. Tass versus Lee. Guys, the bigger surprise. Heat or Mavericks? What you got? Oh wait, that's the wrong game. Who you got? <laughs> I got the Miami Heat. If this was Two and a half months ago, and I said names like Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, even a little bit of Tyler Hero, because I wouldn't know how to pronounce it properly. (laughs) Tyler Hero, who are contributing big time to a team, a team that's in the top four in the Eastern Conference, you would say, you're wrong. But uh, these guys are thriving. I think all of those combined are more shocking than what the Mavs have done at the top of their roster. The Mavs, though, have gone from a team kind of on the periphery of the playoffs to the third best team in the Western Conference and took down LeBron and the Lakers in Los Angeles where it wasn't really so much of a handing over of the baton from LeBron to Luka Doncic. Luka just said, hey, I'm the star now. Give me this league. And he went out there and took it. Doncic is an MVP candidate. Jimmy Butler's been good. He's not an MVP candidate. He's the best player. That's why on it's the so heat. surprising because these the other Dal- guys. But are- I don't think anyone thought the Mavericks were going to go this far, considering Porzingis hasn't even been that good right now. It's Doncic, clearly, who's carrying this team. He's only 20 years old. 
And he's making this team a legit contender already. For me, it's the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, man, I, do I penalize you for coming in after the buzzer with that fire <laughs> you were bringing? I was waiting for the KP angle, and you brought it, but well after the buzzer. Well after the buzzer. I don't know how to judge this one. Trey, go ahead if you know. Well, I thought the Mavericks were going to be way worse than the Heat. So I'm more surprised by the Mavericks. They got the best <laughs> offense in the league, the Mavericks. Do they? One of the best offenses Crazy. in NBA history. Watching them, I know you're not the best offense in NBA history, but somehow <laughs> they are. Oh, man, this I'm torn. You guys made great points. Like To go with what Tass was saying, the Heat ranked top 10 offensively and defensively. That's pretty special. You got Bam playing like an all-star. All those guys you listed that everybody would have been like, who the heck are those guys? They're contributing. Dragic flourishing as a sixth man. Even like Winslow and Derek Jones Jr., they haven't even played that much. They played 10 games each. Um, so they could theoretically even be a better team here. But the KP one is interesting. To have them at 16-7 and seven, and the bench contributing the way it is and Luka taking that next step without KP really doing a whole lot, I'm going to go... Oh wow. I'm gonna go with the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, Lily. You yes. are you are advancing. That was a nice round. That was a good battle there. Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> First win? First win. Wow. Feels great. Congratulations. That is pretty, pretty I just hope sweet. there's not a Christmas question that I'm not gonna be <laughs> coming up. Alright, next round here. Round number nine. First time Celtics All Star. Is it gonna be Jason Tatum? Or Jalen Brown, Lee Trey, here we go! Oh, man, oh. this one is tight and tough. It really comes down to who you prefer or who you think is a better player having a better season. For That's me, right. <laughs> it's Jalen Brown because I just think he has been better overall than Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum takes a still a few silly shots, a few careless shots, whereas Brown has been coming in 20 points a game, seven rebounds a game, a couple of assists, and just been a fantastic, better defender, I think, as well than Jason Tatum. Both of them have been fantastic. I would sort of expect Jason Tatum to take a bigger leap up this season. He hasn't quite done that. Whereas I think Jalen Brown has uh, got that big contract in the offseason and shown that he's worth it. Slightly higher PR. <sighs> tough one, but I'm going Jalen Brown. You're right. This one is tough and tight. It comes down to who you think is better. You're going with the Browns. I'm going with the Greens. Give me Jason Tatum because he's the one who actually has to do stuff out there. He's got a 28% usage rate, 23% for Jalen Brown. 95% of Jalen Brown's three-point makes have been assisted. Jason Tatum's actually out there making plays. 21-7, three assists. People are keying on him. Jalen Brown is just feasting on the scraps. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I... You spoke to my heart when you talked compost, Trey. <laughs> and I do think Tatum is the more talented, more skilled player. He probably took a uh, – his hit, reputation took a harder hit last year than Jalen Browns did uh, with the whole Kyrie Irving situation. Tatum had higher expectations. So he got beat down a little bit more, and Jalen Brown just kind of flew under the radar. So people are looking at Jalen Brown and saying, wow, that guy's great. Maybe, maybe he's just sort of impressing more because his expectations were lower. But Tatum has to do more. Their numbers are the same. And I want to see uh, a guy who's like a younger version of Paul George in the same game as Paul George at that All-Star game. Hmm. That would be fun to watch. So you're going, uh, you're going with Trey you there. You betcha. Uh, look, the, the similar minutes and similar counting stats between the two, Tatum and Brown, yes. But, 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 Brown is more efficient. He is. And I like what he gives them defensively as well. He's the better defensive player. I am throwing my vote behind Lili. We mm. got a 1-1 one, one tie, JD. Well, I break it. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Trey here because Ooh. Lee 
first of all, you went about 40 seconds into the minute, the 60 seconds. So you cut into his time. What a dance, and then the, isn't it? The previous question, you went well over the buzzer. And wow. I, I would have voted against you for that. What a stickler. So, Trey. Trey advances. I didn't know we were on such tight co- yeah, time constraints. There's a cl- reason there's a clock, Lee. Oh, man. Huh. I think I'm going to side with Lee on this one. It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want great well, what's content? What's the point of the clock then? Because uh, we want to do TV again. <laughs> uh, the point of the clock is for people to get upset by about the second Crossfire show we do going, I hate that music. Please change it. We you play know? that music for 13 minutes straight every Friday. It's the same what a music. jam. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Final. All right. Final one. And of course, the winner of this one wins the wow. first ever Crossfire. Wow. So, uh, uh, and it's a super weird one. Uh, <laughs> the New York Knicks currently have an interim coach, Mike Miller. No, not that Mike Miller. Another guy <laughs> yeah. called Mike Miller. So who will be the next Knicks full-time coach? Whoopi Goldberg or Lee Ellis? Uh Who's up? I can't remember. It's uh, Trey. <laughs> uh, give me Whoopi. She was great in Eddie. Pulled her out of the stands. Things aren't going well at first, but then she's able to get through to the players. She had the gall to sit the star. Stacy Patton said, sit on the bench and be a team player. He sat on the bench. They won so many games. But then his replacement gets injured. And Whoopi has gotten through to Stacey Patton. Gets him in. He's moving the ball. Yeah. Passing it left and right. Bop, 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 bop. Pull off a great win. Whoopi has proven it on the biggest stage. I am not pandering to one of the judges here, but it is Lee Ellis. And here is why. <laughs> I'll give you two reasons, okay? The Knicks, they shoot 35% from three. They rank 22nd in the league. What can my man Lee Ellis teach somebody to do? Hit a three. We've seen it with our own eyes. The other thing, the Knicks shoot 67.7% from the free throw line. That is dead last in the league. What can my man Lee Ellis do? He could teach someone how to hit a damn free throw. Lee, Mm. you are the coach to save the New York Knicks. They already fired him once. Yeah. (laughs) Bring him back, I say. Yeah, at this point, why not give me a shot, you know? (laughs) Why not? Would I I do worse than some of the other coaches they've had? I don't think so. I think I'd probably be about this. Give me 25 games. I think I'm going 5 and 20. (laughs) That's what the Knicks are now, aren't they? I think so, because Fisdale was 4 and 21. Yeah, they're 5 and 20 after uh, they beat the Warriors in overtime. After they gave up a 20-point lead. All right, so who's that vote for yourself? Me. Yeah. (laughs) for you is a vote for me. Taz? Yeah, I, uh, I'm i with Lee Ellis. He got fired. I think he'll ask for more power when he gets rehired. Uh, I know he's a man who likes to ask for tickets. I would be willing to take a few tickets from him. And uh, I already see enough view uh, clips come through my timeline. If Whoopi's on there, I'm just going to get more bombarded by more view clips. And I... I've had enough. Um, yes. That's it. Skeets is our yes! winner. <laughs> I walk out of our first ever Crossfire podcast as Crossfire champion. I will be defending the belt next time we do this. If we do it, I think we will. Yeah. That was actually sort of fun. Oh, yeah. Got to hear that music again. Yeah. We're, we're working out the kinks a little bit in terms of who's up next. Sort of gets a little wild there at times. Like, all right, you just lost. Okay, now you're sitting. We need okay, the possession sitting? arrow sort of thing. Yeah. You know, like in it actually was helping when people would start putting their hands up. Like, yeah. All right, I'm up next round. So <laughs> maybe we beating. should do that. Um, Here's the question for you guys out there listening, though. First off, did you like it? Let us know. Hashtag no dunks at no dunks Inc. And if you have a question that could work in Crossfire for the future, an NBA question, a silly one, whatever, email it in to nodunks at theathletic.com or tweet at us at nodunks Inc. Maybe throw a, 
Let me throw a hashtag crossfire on there, too. Mm. I don't know. Why not? Why not? Maybe we'll get crossfire trending. Guys, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.